It's Thursday, December 2nd, 2010. Happy birthday, EPA. Major food safety legislation passes. An update from the International Climate Summit in Cancun. The long-term trend is a trend of very significant uh, warming. Plus, the USA losing the race for clean energy. Time is running out. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comments. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, Glenn, I think my food is already safe. But that's just how stupid you are. They know better in Washington. No, no, they know better at Fox News. Who needs the Food and Drug Administration? Founded by that hippie, lefty, commie, pinko, Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, boy. This is your Green News Report. Yeah, man, I know my food is safe because, like all Americans, I am an expert on food safety. Today's Green News Report is sponsored by you. Yes, you. Unlike Fox News, we are not funded by billionaires who don't care about the truth. If you'd like to continue hearing the truth on your public airwaves, please support the Green News Report by stopping by our website at greennews.bradblog.com and hitting that PayPal button. Or you can PayPal to greennews at bradblog.com because the truth matters now more than ever. Okay, Des, so this is what is next. Republicans and Fox News, of course, now want to kill the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration. This is a big government conspiracy. I guess because they really hate the idea of having anybody inspect their food, although they seemed to care back when there were all those food recalls. And it is the biggest overhaul of the nation's food safety laws in 70 years after several high-profile food recalls involving eggs and spinach and peanuts and beef and other foods that have killed dozens and sickened thousands of people. The massive food safety bill does expand the oversight and authority of the Food and Drug administration to both protect and inspect the food supply. But Republicans could still scuttle the bill now due to a procedural error. Now, it is a huge bill. There's way more than we can talk about here. So go to our website at greennews.bradblog.com to get much, much more on this huge, huge overhaul to our food safety system. Republicans are against the FDA? It's pretty stunning. (laughs) Yes, it is. Happy birthday to the EPA. Thursday marks the 40th birthday of the Environmental Protection Agency. Speaking of government agencies that the Republicans would like to put out of business. Oh, most definitely. And of course, this one was created by a Republican. That commie pinko lefty Richard Nixon. Yep, in 1970, after a string of several high-profile pollution disasters, the oil spill off the coast of Santa Barbara, the Cuyahoga River in Ohio catching fire, those events finally galvanized the public into collective action to clean up and protect the nation's air and water. Little known fact, the Clean Water Act and the Clean Air Act, both wildly successful, cost far, far less than initially predicted. Well, that may be true, but I'll take poisonous water over big government any time. Glenn Beck has convinced me. But the biggest environmental story this week is in Cancun, Mexico, where the next round of international climate talks are underway. Officials from 193 countries are meeting under the auspices of the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change to negotiate a legally binding agreement to reduce greenhouse gas emissions in the atmosphere and stave off the worst effects of global warming. The biggest development in these first few days of the conference, Japan is under heavy criticism for refusing to support an extension of the Kyoto 
protocols, which will expire in 2012. Japan says it wouldn't be effective since it doesn't include China, developing nations, or the U.S., where it was never ratified. Peter Whittock, delegate for the European Union at a press briefing on Thursday, agreed. Without um, the rest of the world, if you like, um, to be covered also by a, by a legally binding outcome that can ensure um, that actions uh, will, be, will be undertaken, um, then you have no solution for the, uh, the, climate, uh, the climate problem. It's hard for the U.S. to have any leverage here uh, if we won't ratify these treaties, if we won't follow these protocols ourselves. Yeah, the U.S. is in an extremely weak bargaining position in Cancun due to the lack of domestic legislation. Well, that's an understatement. And that has bigger implications for economic growth in the United States. The U.S. has reached a Sputnik moment, so says the Nobel Prize winning Energy Secretary Stephen Chu on Monday. He was referring to the 1957 Soviet Union launch of the Sputnik Space which galvanized the U.S. into investing billions of dollars in space technology and computers and stuff. Chu pointed to China's national goal to now commit tens of billions of dollars over the next five years to funding clean energy research and development. He says it's a wake-up call for the U.S. America still has the opportunity to lead in a world that will need essentially a new industrial revolution to give us the energy we want inexpensively but carbon-free. But I think time is running out. Time is running out indeed, but that is something that has not gone unnoticed by China and Germany and the other countries who are taking advantage of the opportunities in the new green world. For much more on that and the other stories we didn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. You can download us anytime on iTunes, listen to us on your mobile device via Stitcher Radio, and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.